Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Church to come and share what it means to them to be a father, the blessing of fatherhood, and to share with us the things that they found a blessing being a father for children, how their faith has helped them, and some personal testimonies. And we've asked this morning Pete Stirrup, Stephen Moore, and <laughs> John Longfield woo, to come and share with us at their different life stages that they're at. Um, young children, teenagers, and is it, em- is it empty nesters? Is that the term? So without, so let me just, but I want to encourage you this morning to encourage these guys because they are not always at the front speaking and we need to draw on them, we need to help them this morning by encouraging them, saying amen, yes that's right, I know what you mean. You can even stand up and say, say that again, it was really good. <laughs> So without further ado, I'd like to ask Pete to come and share with us about being a father with young children. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. There you go. Go for it. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, it works. Okay, good. Dad jokes. I'm allowed to do dad jokes. Okay, good morning. My name is Pete, as you can see behind me. Um, right, so thank you. I get the pleasure of talking to you this morning about having preschool-aged children. So for any parents who have passed that or are in that, you know, you're with me. I need your prayers. <laughs> okay, so have you ever had uh, that feeling of overwhelming thankfulness? Can you remember a time where you just felt, oh, wow, yes, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We've all had it, whether it's a job that we've gone for or that holiday to the Maldives that we've saved up for or whatever. Um, good news around an illness, something like that. Well, for me, it came in 2016. I was packing for a holiday to Greece, and Jenny, my wife, was upstairs, and all I heard was, I'm pregnant! <laughs> Game changer. <clears throat> and I was, uh, wow, okay. And as Jenny was coming down the stairs to kind of hug it out, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was thinking, right, okay, I'm like, really excited, this is amazing and terrified and everything was just kind of going through my mind, but ultimately, play it cool, okay? So we do the hug and it's all good and uh, we enjoy the first pregnancy, we get to like eight months in and we're convinced it's going to be a girl, absolutely convinced it's going to be a girl, and then Zach pops out and it was a boy, it was like, whoa, okay, so on top of all the emotion we're feeling, we get the surprise of that as well. Um, And that was great. God had given me a son. And I was just like, woof, boom. Um, And I was crying tears of joy and happiness and relief and tiredness and everything. I mean, obviously, Jenny did the hard work. But, you know, you at least got a bed to lie on for the night. Um, (laughs) It's a running joke. It's a running joke. (laughs) Too soon? (laughs) Um, and then uh, less than two years later, Amelie comes along, beautiful little Amelie. She's already seven months old, so that's just gone woof. So we're very much in that preschool situation. So we've still got the lovely baby cuddles, and she's like weaning and trying food and pulling faces and nappies and baths, and that's pretty much it. And then we've got Zach, who's two and a half, 
slap bang in the middle of terrible twos, and hence the prayer request. It's really hard at times, really challenging, really difficult. Um, but as I was praying about what to say this morning, there was two words that came to me, which was thankfulness and responsibility. I'm incredibly blessed that uh, I've got two amazing children, and I'm extremely thankful uh, that I get to be a dad. Um, but with that comes responsibility. Um, God has given me the responsibility to raise Zach and Emily to know Jesus, to love Jesus, and to know what Jesus has done for, for them. Huge responsibility to have on top of, you know, nappy changing. So, um, but even in that responsibility, I feel incredibly thankful because God doesn't say, right, Pete, there you go, on your own, off you go. He models a life for you, that Christian lifestyle, if you like, of how we should live our lives, words to follow. We've got the Bible for guidance but then community as well. You know, I've got great family, friends, church family, church body. Everyone chips in and helps. And Jenny and I are both incredibly thankful for the support we get from the community around us. And that's all strong biblical um, things that are just amazing that God gives you that, which really helps you to raise children and to parent. Um, whether it's someone holding Emily for 10 minutes or, you know, coming around to babysit or dropping some food off, anything like that. It's incredibly amazing. We feel extremely thankful that we, we get that from the people in our lives. Um, so these two words of thankfulness and responsibility uh, brought me to uh, Colossians 2. Now, I'm not going to read your standard Father's Day um, bits and bobs here about being a father and things. Um, uh, I, I was, I don't know, two, uh, Colossians 2 came up, verse um, 6 to uh, 8, first of all, because in that we have the thankfulness. And I was reading it, being thankful, but also in that responsibility I have as a father. So this is as much as it is for me as a dad, but also for the kids as well. And then obviously a message for everyone here this morning. So verse 6 to 8 reads, and now... Just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him. Let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. I love Colossians. It's one of my favourites anyway. But, you know, um, I just, I, there was so much in that. And I, I want that to be a message for everyone here this morning as well, that, you know, we all start a, a prayer with thankfulness and it's good to do that. And it's, you know, good to make sure we're doing that. But are we overflowing with thankfulness? That's what we need to be doing because of what Jesus has done for us. And for me as a dad, I want my children to know that and to be extremely thankful also. And then verse 8 through to the end of verse 10 then comes a responsibility. Um, and again, this is a message for me as a dad, but it's really important, I think, in this day and age with the culture that we have, that Zach and Emily know um, these next few verses. So eight to the end of 10 says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in the human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Yeah. 
So I feel a responsibility in that for myself, for as a dad, for my children to know and understand that because it's they're going to go to school, they're going to grow up, and it's it's challenging to stand firm in the truth and and speak the the word of God. So I wanted to share that with you guys this morning because as we're going through Joshua and we're being asked to be strong and courageous, we need to stand firm on Jesus's truth and not be sucked into the philosophies and things that are coming out. So a little link, link into Joshua there. Is that an extra Yorkie? I don't know. Um, so that's, that's what I wanted to say this morning. Um, it was short and sweet. Um, I could do some dad jokes, but I won't. Um, I did think about covering myself in stickers or having Zach on my shoulders as I did this to kind of go through the, illustrate the phase of life I'm in. Um, but it's, it's great that I get to be a dad on Father's Day and thank you God for that. Amen. The bits and bobs of the Bible. <laughs> Stephen Morse who's a great man of God, who's going to talk to us about coming into teens. Ooh. Should, we, should we pray for you now? <laughs> Please, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not too much. It's not that good, yeah. Well, welcome, church. Uh, happy Father's Day. Uh, how many guys got a card this morning? Yeah. I got two. One had dragons on it, one had little crinkly-faced dogs, so I knew immediately which card was from which daughter. <laughs> and I opened them up, trying to look surprised, and in one of them it said, Happy Birthday! And then Birthday was crossed out, and then Father's Day was written next to it. <laughs> I said, oh, it, it was a mistake, it was a mistake. But then I realised this morning, uh, listening to um, some of the guys who were uh, preaching this morning, um, and bringing a word to us, it wasn't a mistake at all, because... Every day for a Christian, it's like your birthday, isn't it? You know, every day we've got a clean sheet. We wake up with a clean sheet. And all the mistakes we made yesterday are gone and forgotten. And it, so happy birthday to everybody. <laughs> but I see a few faces that I don't know. So um, I used to be called Stephen. Uh, now I'm more often called Bianca and Father's Dad, which is okay. Like, you know? uh, but the truth is, um, we don't really need children. You know, you can get on with your life quite adequately without them. Um, <laughs> But then again, we don't need chocolate. But life's a lot better with it, isn't it? You know? And like chocolate, you know, children uh, bring a comfort to your life. But more than that, they bring fun, laughter, and giggles, and hugs. And uh, you get to do all the silly things that you couldn't do as a parent without, or a guy without children. Um, and on a, you know, a wet Saturday afternoon, even the most dismal black and white movie is made immeasurably better if you're watching it lying on the sofa with all your kids piled on top, you know, sharing that bar of chocolate. But more than that, even more, children can teach us stuff. They can be our teachers. And my children have taught me a lot. You see, I'm the kind of guy that thinks I can do everything with my own strength and that whatever problem or thing is out, I can solve it by, you know, my mental ability and I can work it all out. And I can go to the Bible, I can sort it all out. Oh, yeah, that means this, that means that, you know. But my children have taught me that that's just not true. And they don't need to be theologians. You know, they don't need the theology of all the different denominations or understand that. They just know instinctively somehow that God's in his heaven. He created everything. Jesus loves them. And if they get into trouble, all they need to do is put their hands together and pray 
and everything will be sorted out. And that's been a very humbling lesson for me to learn, and I got that from my children. And just as a rider to that, um, what makes parenting so much more easy for, for us is that we're part of that church family, as Pete mentioned. You know, the support that we get as parents from you guys, and especially the guys that are working with the children there. So, so Dave's appeal this morning, please, if you can, react to that, because that's such an important ministry to, to help nurture our children. And I'm very grateful for the people that do that. Well, when we were asked to, to speak, um, David made it quite clear that you know, whatever you say, say what you like, whatever you do say, make sure you can back it up with some scripture. Well, you know, the Bible's full of stuff on parenting and children, and I didn't want to sort of choose the sort of easy stuff in case we all said the same stuff, you know. Um, so, as I say, it was very easy to find a verse about children. It wasn't quite so easy to find a verse about chocolate. But good old Psalm 119, the biggest one, like, you know, go there, verse 103, says this, How sweet are thy words to my taste, yea, sweeter than chocolate to my mouth. Now, if, if your Bible says something different, I just, I'm, I'm reading from the NCT version. That's the new Cadbury translation. <laughs> Back to children. The, the Bible tells us repeatedly in his word how all children are a gift from God. You know, God knows that children can bring us closer to him and help us grow our Christian character, as I mentioned earlier. And like I said, I didn't want to choose one of the obvious verses, so I went to Genesis. And my verse doesn't actually mention children at all but it does refer to them obliquely. It says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. So that tells me that after creating Adam and Eve, God commanded them to have children. The original design, therefore, included families with children. Kids were not an afterthought. Everything about creation was pronounced good, including his design for children. Every single life, every single life, every single child is a reward and blessing. Whether they're bringing parents pride and joy or whether they're teaching us how to be more patient and forgiving, children are a gift from God and a source for the growth of his kingdom here on earth. So thank you, church, for helping me and Tatiana bring up our children. And thank you, Lord, for letting me be part of your plan. Great job, Steve. Great job. And last, by no means least, Mr. John Longfield, who I have to say is one of the rocks in my life, who's going to talk about um, when your children have left home. Hallelujah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, firstly, I'm going to tell you something that's really going to shock you. So be ready. Um, just talking about how old uh, my children are. Um, how old are they? How old are the children? 32, 36 and 38. Did you see the lady that said that? You're shocked, aren't you? She doesn't look old enough. <laughs> to be the mother of children of that age. So uh, the other thing is, um, I was thinking, um, because our children are all in their 30s, and um, what's the best age of children? Because I, I know what the best age of children is. It's every age. 
I know that might sound a bit corny, but I, I truly believe that. Um, but for me, focusing on them um, right now, the things that have been good for me, I'm going to share a few of them. Um, <clears throat> they speak good things. My three children speak good things. And language matters. Um, to me, as a parent, language and actions have been very important. Uh, the language part that I was thinking about, I was thinking about back about a booklet that um, somebody named Stephen Peake wrote. Um, it was part of the Central Congregation, and it was from a series called It's Not Luck. And he talks about how your life tomorrow can be shaped by what you say today. Uh, I, I truly believe that for our children, what we say to our children shapes their lives. And um, what comes out of our mouths is so important for building them up and encouraging them. Um, a biblical principle that came to my mind about that is taming the tongue. <laughs> um, and it compares a small rudder turning a large ship. And uh, likewise, my tongue is a small part of my body, but it has massive effects on my children. Um, the Bible tells us, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. One of the other great blessings to me, I've got a lot of blessings. I'm not going to go on forever, but I have got a lot of blessings because my children are older. And um, they spend time together. My three children spend time together. And um, that's a great blessing to me. Katie, who's here this morning, I didn't realise she was going to be here this morning, but that, that's a blessing to me. She'll go round to her sister's house and they'll have meals together. They'll go out together. Adam, my son, who is in France at the moment, will take his children round to my other daughter's house and they'll go out together and do things together. And for me, that's fantastic to see that. It's a real blessing. Um, a brilliant blessing is to see that all my children still have close relationships uh, with the people they met at church youth clubs at an event called Grapevine at um, Bible Weeks. They, they've still got those relationships. And um, so I think it was worth all the lifts, taking them to the uh, youth clubs and things. Uh, it's worth. Um, walking my daughter down the aisle was a blessing to me. It's a fabulous blessing to do that. Um, being encouraged to do and see different places with Katie. Katie's sitting there this morning and um, she encouraged me to go to Las Vegas with her. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so that was good. Yeah, we, we had a good time there. So, yeah, we didn't lose too much money. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. The uh, one thing with. Um, Katie, that um, I think I can say is that uh, when when she um, speaks to me, we speak together often. But when she says to me, "Daddy, I've been thinking," it normally means work for me. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, one of the great blessings for me over the years has been passing on things that I've learnt from others, passing those on to my children, um, and I've let I've had to let them do things themselves because I could just get stuck in there and do it for them. But I've just had to let them do things. And we all make mistakes, and that's how we learn. 
and um, try not to take over. Recently, I went round to Susan's home, and she was there painting her hall and stairs, you know. And um, Katie, as I say, Daddy, I've been thinking, so we tiled a kitchen a, f a few months ago. But Katie grouted it. She said, show me how to do it, and I'll do it. So I, I let her get on and do that. So uh, that was good. Um, I remember spending many, many hours taking each of them out as they learnt to drive. And to be honest, <laughs> it had its challenges, you know. Uh, but I really mean that this isn't a joke, but you, you might smile when I say this. But being filled with the Holy Spirit really helped me when I took them driving. And I'm, I'm not joking. You know, I'm talking about the fruits of the Spirit there. Because the Bible tells us that the fruits of the spirits are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and self-control. And uh, you've got to love them to take them out. <laughs> you get the joy when they pass their driving tests. Um, you get the peace when they drive off for the first time on their own. I remember uh, Adam, I had a two-litre Laguna, and uh, he passed his driving test. I got home from work, and he was ripping up the L-plates. And off he went to pick up his friends. He looked about 12. I mean, you know. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, you've got to let him go. You, uh, worry, he's not right. You have concerns, but you have to let them go. Um, Self-control, another one while you're driving. Don't grab the steering wheel. <laughs> Just let her, you know. Well, maybe you have to sometimes, but, you know. Um, of course, the upside to the driving tuition is that you get payback. So now, you know, the sowing and reaping, as it says in the Bible, we get taken to parties <laughs> sometimes. Um, but it reminded me recently, on Friday, we went to uh, the NEC to Gardener's World, and um, Katie drove us there. So, yeah, how great's that? You know, she came and picked us up and took us there. But one of the things, when you're in the car with, with your children, I'm talking to dads here more. Wendy doesn't drive, so I talk our children everywhere. And it's a great blessing to be in the car with your children because you talk to them, you, you know. And um, on our way back from the NEC, I was sat in the back, and um, Katie was just talking a little bit. It wasn't a spiritual journey at all. You know what I mean? We weren't talking about the Bible and that. But, then, but Katie shared with us that um, she'd started making a note of her prayers and her answers to prayer. So we're into the car together, and we were blessed by that, that she shared that with us. Um, it's been a blessing to me that all my children are buying their own homes. Uh, but aside from mortgages, none of them have any large debts, uh, and that's a blessing. Uh, they've always been hard workers, which I see as a blessing. And again, it's a biblical principle. It talks in Proverbs about lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. And uh, that's so true. Um, I pray for them. I pray with them. Uh, and they encourage me in that as well. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I played golf with Adam before he went off to France for six months with his wife and children. And um, just as we started, I said, I'm not playing very well at the minute. He said, why are you not playing very well at minutes? And I said, well, I've got a pain in my arm. And he said to me, I'll pray for you. And he said, but we'll wait until after we've finished playing. 
He was, he was Jay, but he, you know, his sentiment was there, and he meant it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so uh, yeah. Um, again, speaking to Katie on the phone the other week, we, I was supposed to be going over there, and it was raining, so she said, well, perhaps it's not a bad thing, because I'm going to see somebody, to talk to somebody, and um, they've asked me... Uh, to have a chat with them about something. And uh, she told me what that was. And we actually prayed on the phone at that point before she went off. So that's a big thing for me is that if someone asks you to pray, try, try and do it straight away. And, uh, you know, um, am I okay for time for a few minutes? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um I said before about actions being important, uh, and I think, again, about the Bible where Jesus is talking about the Pharisees, and he says, do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. Big, important thing for me. Um, I'm thinking back to my own father. I I don't want to be negative in any way, but my dad smoked, for instance. Another shock. I smoked. Do you know what I mean? I saw something there that it didn't seem wrong to be doing that. Um, Thank goodness I didn't smoke for very long at all. And if there's anybody here that does smoke, I'm not judging you in any way because I know that it's not an easy thing to give up. But I will say, give up. (laughs) Because it's not good for you. Um, I always try to show my children how they should treat their loved ones and how they should speak to them and of them. Um, I do that in the way that I speak to Wendy, I think, Um, and the way that Wendy speaks to me. Um, Speak well of your family members is something that I've always said. If you're out uh, or with other people, it's important you should not. You know, we all make mistakes, but you you shouldn't criticise your family members in front of others. Um, but I know I sometimes get it wrong. I'm still learning. But one thing I have learned since um, becoming a Christian is that I admit my mistakes and I'll say sorry. And I'll say sorry to my children if I, if you know, if I said something that's wrong. And uh, I'll say sorry to them. And uh, just a few weeks ago, um, I was lear- I learned again. Um, I was doing something online. We were trying to book something, and uh, I, I was getting a bit grumpy, if I'm honest, because things weren't going right. Things were happening, and um, my daughter said to me, "Come on." You know, we can get this sorted. No need to. And I, and I said, sorry. Do you know what I mean? I, I could have reacted and said, don't talk to me like that. But I, I said, no, I'm sorry. So we do get things wrong. My children still ask my advice and what I think about things, which is a great, a great blessing to me. Uh, I've always tried to give advice to them, but not dictate to them, saying, you must do it this way. And I, I do believe that stood me in good stead, because over the years they will say to me, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I'll, I'll weigh things and then say what I think, but then I'll say, well, you don't have to do it that way, but that's what I think. Um, I remember when Katie left home, she said to me, I'm, I'm going to miss our... Um, I'm going to miss our chats. Because sometimes I'd be in a room and she'd come in and just, if I was in the bedroom, she'd come and sit on the end of the bed and talk to me. But, of course, we don't miss those chats, even though that she's left home. So um, I was blessed a couple of weeks ago um, when Sharon said to me, 
that she'd met my son Adam uh, at Powerhouse and um, how he was like me. And to be honest, to start with, I thought, ooh. <laughs> you know, what does she mean by that? And it was a bit scary. But I, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, but I believe she met it in a positive way. So thank you. And uh, hopefully it's Jesus within us that, that she sees. And, uh, you know, it talks about training a child in the way they should go. And, and that's right. So uh, I know for sure um, if I, my children are like me, they still have their own identity. And that blesses me greatly. Um, they take on new challenges. And I'm excited about that for them. Um, one thing for sure, though, they don't take after me in the singing department. They all have excellent voices. My three children all have excellent voices. So uh, that's Wendy there, so that's great. Um, having grandchildren is a great blessing of having older children as well. I've really enjoyed the last... I'm nearly finished. <laughs> I've really enjoyed the last few days just thinking more about what a blessing having older children is. And I, I hope I haven't come over as someone who thinks parenting is easy and I've got all the answers. Uh, there are challenges that um, my children face. Um, because of that, Wendy and I face them too. So if, if you know, and... Um, but we honestly believe that coming to know Jesus in a real way over 20 years ago uh, is helping us, um, not only for our children, but in our marriage as well. Another shock, 42 years this year. So I just want to finish by saying children are a blessing whatever their age. 30s is great, and I thank God for mine. Great job, John. Didn't those three guys do really well? Let's give them another round of applause. Great job. Because you realise now, guys, that now you've done that, you will be called on again. I don't know about gifts of the Spirit were driving, John, but it certainly speeded up my prayer life when my kids were learning to drive. <laughs> I just want to encourage people this morning that, that fatherhood is not a title, it's a function. And if God has asked us to father children, then God will give us the power to do it. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.